have you uh, join us here on the call. However, you want to reach out to us. Uh, we have so many different options. You can reach out to us on the Zoom line, or we're going to be jumping on here. You can jump on us here in a minute or so here on Facebook Live here. Uh, so uh, just feel free to just uh, uh, just pour, just let us uh, be able to pour into you uh, this morning because we have a, a gentleman here on the first time that we've actually had him on the call here, maybe not listening, but actually being able to speak to us this morning. And we don't take that for granted because this gentleman can be anywhere this morning and doing other things, but he chose to bless us this morning. And we're going to receive him coming up here in a few minutes here. And we just thank God in advance and covered him with the blood of Jesus, not only him, but his household. And I thank you that everything that he put his hands to will prosper. <laughs> oh God, we thank you for that this morning. And if God, I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and get started here by jumping on and, and open us up in prayer here. I was trying to go ahead and get us linked up, but I guess I'll share it here in a minute or so. But meanwhile, let me go ahead and open us up in prayer. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. We come to you this morning, Lord. Once again, Lord, we want to say thank you, Lord. We want to say thank you because Lord, this day, September the 22nd, 2020, this day was not promised, but you made it possible. So we're going to say thank you for that. Lord, we thank you. We're going to just cry out to you, Lord. The Bible says for us to just to serve you, Lord, and not only not to serve you, Lord, but to worship you and praise and magnify your holy name. Because the Bible speaks on you as being king of kings. It says that you're Lord of lords. The Bible speaks on you as being the morning star. The Bible says that you are Alpha and Omega. <laughs> oh, God, we just thank you this morning for all these great affirmations. The Bible speaks on you as being the root of David. <sighs> thank you for that. The Bible also says that you are the tribe of Judah. <laughs> Oh, thank you for that this morning, Lord. And oh, God, we thank you this morning, Lord. We just honor you this morning. And Lord, we just thank you right now, Father, for each and every person, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, because there's so many things that's going on in the world, Lord. But you said that, that for us to be able to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Your word says it. And we know that your word says it will never return void. But it will accomplish that what it was sent out to do. So we're so grateful for that, Lord. We thank you for that. We thank you that we have hope, Lord. And Father, we thank you that we walk by faith and not by sight. And the Bible says that the steps of a righteous man is ordered of the Lord. And Lord, we thank you for ordering our steps daily and renewing our mind daily with the word of God. Oh, thank you for that this morning, Lord. And Father, I just thank you right now, Father, for those, Lord, on the front line, Lord. You know, these first responders, Lord, that's diligently, Lord, continue to bother to do this task that's not easy. Lord, I ask that you be with them. Be with them. Cover them with the blood of Jesus. Cover their, their family, Lord, for those that, their, their loved ones, Lord. Thank you for that. Oh, God, we don't take any of them for granted, Lord. And Father, I just thank you right now. We just ask right now that you would just flatten the curve, Lord. Only you can. And Lord, we don't give you a timetable. Because, Father, we know who you are, Lord. And all you want us to do is just be able to just to seek you, Lord. And we thank you that we can be obedient for that. And, Father, I just thank you right now, Lord, for each and every man that's represented on the call this morning. They're on this call for one purpose, and that's just to hear a word from you, Lord. And, Father, I thank you for that this morning, Lord. I thank you that every need is met 
according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. There's no lack in anyone's household. Oh, thank you for being the shepherd. <laughs> oh, God, we thank you for that, Lord. You, you, your word says that you were not concerned, <laughs> oh, God, about the 99, Lord. You were concerned about that one. <laughs> That's just how you are, Lord. I thank you right now for that one. <laughs> oh, God, thank you right now for that. And Father, we just thank you right now for complete healing in each and every man's body from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. We bind any attack that the enemy may try to come against us. No weapon formed against us will prosper. Oh, thank you for complete healing right now, Lord. The devil is a lie and Jesus is Messiah. So we thank you for that. And thank you right now for our helpmate, Lord. We thank you for our helpmate because the word says the house can't stand if it's divided. The two cannot be together except the real word is the word of God. So we thank you for that this morning. Thank you, Lord, for our offspring. We pray for them, Lord. We just pray for covering them right now with the blood of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Father, for just protecting them, Lord. For those that, Lord, is going back to school, Lord, or, or doing a virtual learning, Lord, I, I think I ask right now, you would just prepare them daily, Lord. But most of all, Lord, thank you for your hedge protection. That's covering them, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for my boys, Lord, and my son that's going to school. Lord, I pray, Lord, you would just give him the direction. Allow him to stay focused. Allow him to just be obedient. Thank you for that, Lord. Oh, God, thank you. And Father, I just lift up the prayer requests that were submitted in. Lord, I thank you right now, Lord, for Brother Benny Franklin's cousin, uh, Mr. Ken Purnell. Lift him up right now as he go to surgery today, Lord. We know that we know who the main physician is, and it's you, Lord. I ask right now, Lord, that you would just not only heal his body, Lord, but I bind that stronghold that's trying to just, just attack him, Lord. The devil is alive. So I just cover him right now with the blood of Jesus. And Father, I just lift up Brother Clay English, my friend Clay, as he, Lord, I ask right now for just covering him, giving him the strength that he needs. And also my friend, Brother Roland Brooks, Lord, lift him up, Father. Thank you right now for healing over his body uh, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Uh, oh, God, we thank you for them. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, for each, once again, each and every man that's represented on the call. We thank you right now for covering us all, Lord, and we thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, good morning, brothers. Amen and amen. We're so excited. As Red uh, mentioned, we are starting our seventh season of ministry of sharing uh, a safe place for men together to pray and to receive spiritually enhanced personal development. And there's some things that are going on behind the scenes that has us excited. We're peacock proud and honeymoon happy. But we just want to this morning bring you a brother that is going to share some information for your elevation and transformation. Now, um, Roderick Williams is the pastor of the Infinite House of Praise. And as we were talking and sharing last night, just understanding that the focus and the, and the vision for this ministry is infinite, unlimited, unceasing praise. When we can come together and pray in prayer, but also praise, then we're able to get into the presence of God in a powerful and an incredible way. This brother still works a full-time job, but he has a full-time focus on his ministry to be able to touch 
the saints of God and bring that kingdom message. So with no further ado, it's, my, it's our honor to introduce Roderick Pastor, Roderick Williams. Pastor, are you there? Amen. I need you to unmute. Can you hear me? You need to unmute. There you go. All right. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless his holy and righteous name. Bless you guys this morning, all you gentlemen that are here. It's so good to hear, see you and, and be a part of what you're doing for the kingdom. Uh, bid you greetings in the name of my Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Brother Benny, to have you who made this connection, and I'm so thankful that he did and honored to, to sit amongst so many great men. Also, Brother Mac, thank you for uh, checking in on me last night. I, I make no excuse for anything, anytime, but I will be honest, last week I was privileged to become of, of season age of 50 years old, uh, celebrating my birthday and my week was all filled with love and gifts and, and just adorations from so many people. It kind of slipped my mind of this engagement and I do apologize. So having a board meeting last night, I made the call to uh, Brother Johnny and he reminded me and I began to put some things together. And Brother Johnny checked me. He said, you are a pastor, aren't you? <laughs> so I had to shut my mouth and say, yes, sir. I will be ready bright and early this morning to share what the Lord has laid in my heart. So to all of you, to Brother Sederic, who is a friend of mine as well, and participates in this forum and Brother Reggie, thank you for a wonderful prayer. And all of you, Brother Anthony, I see you here and and it's just good to be amongst the brothering this morning. I understand that our focal point is clear and specific. We've been dealing with beyond uh, victory, beyond victory. And today we're talking about the uh, best of my ability. I'm going to give you a little bit of pursuing purpose and try to wrap that and put it into a perspective the way the Lord gave it to me, pursuing purpose. I, I certainly believe that it is a designed by God that we all take uh, privilege in achieving our purpose while we're here on earth. I, I, I don't know about you, but my desire, brothers, is to leave the world empty. Uh, I, I want to empty out all I have inside of me in order to leave uh, uh, all that God has purposed for me to have placed in this world, not only in the people that I'm around, but my, my son, come on, my, my friends and family, and uh, my and in, in the ministry and those that are around me, I want to just give all. I want to be a conduit, if you will, so that whatever God has placed in me can go through me to get to somebody else. Now, I, I must give this disclaimer <laughs> early because I'm a pastor, I'm a preacher, so I may be scriptural based this morning, kind of heavy. But I, I do Bible study all the time, and we've been using the Zoom platform, and it's been very, very enriching for me because we've been diving deeper into the Word. Um, and, and it's just been expanding. So I might share a few scriptures this morning. I don't know if, if you uh, have your Bibles this morning. I, I pray you do all across the country. We can just dive into what God has given me this morning. So we're going to deal with the pursuit of purpose, pursuit of purpose. And when I begin to think about the pursuit of purpose, the first thing that came to mind is Proverbs 29 and 18. And the scripture says in Proverbs 29 and 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where, where there is no vision, meaning being able to see, uh, see it before you see it, there, that, that the people 
perish. Vision is extremely important because it challenges us to see beyond uh, our natural ability. It challenges us to see beyond just what we see with our natural eyes. Uh, my father used to tell me this, the late Bishop Winston Williams the Sr. He, he used to tell me this all the time. He says, although all you, although you, all you see is what you see, all there is to be seen, um, he says, let me say it right because I don't want to discredit him. Although all you see is what you see, all you see is not all there is to be seen. Y'all with me? Although all you see is what you see, but all you see is not all there is to be seen. In other words, he was trying to let me know that, that there is so much more that we have privilege to see, but we got to be able to open our eyes to see it. We got, just like uh, 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 Elijah told his handmaid, he says, God open his eyes, let him see what, what is really going on. He, he said, I need him to have prophetic and revelational vision so he can really see that, that who's with us is so much greater and so much more than who is with them. So, so you have to have vision to prevent the experience of failure. However, I, I, I've come to learn that a lot of times, a lot of us have a, a phobia or fear of seeing beyond what we see. We, we get into a comfort zone where we uh, are just wanting this and no more. We don't want to challenge ourselves. We get fearful of challenging the, the inner us to see uh, that the God in us is able to take us further than what we can do in our natural selves. Uh, I, but we got we to gotta see beyond it. I, I think it begins, I don't just think it, I know it begins in our mind. Our thinking has to change in order that our vision becomes clear. The enemy, the enemy a long time ago made Adam's vision very, very distorted because of sin. So, so our, our thinking has to change so that our vision becomes clear. That's why they write, write best-selling books uh, entitled Think and Grow Rich. Come on by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich was not just a book that was made for nothing. He said, think and grow rich because he knew in order to obtain riches, you got to get your thinking straight first. If you can't think yourself rich, you'll never become rich. It's not about money necessarily only, but it's about being able to see yourself in a different place and in a different position before you obtain it. I'm a pastor of a church and our church didn't just pop up and become a church. Uh, somebody had to have a vision. Come on, where, where there is no vision, the people perish. I don't want to be guilty, and I'm sure I, uh, you all can agree with me. I don't want to be guilty of living this life, doing all I can, raising my kids, and not being able to see beyond just right now. I want to see uh, a success, not only for me, but my children's children. Come on, I, I want to see my children's children children bless. I want to leave an inheritance. Come on, men of God. I want to see a inheritance for not only me, as my father left for me, but also for my children. So your thought is the seed that is the seed that becomes your vision. Your thought, so your thinking has to be right so that the vision becomes very clear. As a man thinketh in his heart, the word says, so is he. So I have to start thinking myself better. I got to start thinking, you know, you know, if you, I, I have an issue with people who always come around and they're doom and gloom. You know, you ask them how they're doing and they barely making it. They, they, they just, you know, I, I had to struggle to get out of bed. I had to, you know, but I just get my, you know, 
I understand we have struggles and we have situations, but I need some people around me to help enlighten my vision. I need some people uh, around me who can help charge my vision. I, I don't need anybody to bring me down. You know, it's easy to find folk, you know, misery loves company, so they say. It's easy to find other people who don't want to help you go anywhere. If they're not going anywhere, they don't want you going anywhere. So change your surrounding, you can expand your vision. And that, that has to do with the way you think. You start thinking like them. It's misery is contagious. Come on. <laughs> uh, 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 failure is contagious. The problem is some folks, I believe, are, are fearful of, of thinking differently. We know the word says, to much is given, much is required. So the more we know, men of God, the more we know, the more is required of us to do. We can't be afraid of the challenge that God might give us to do better. Our community has to do better. Our homes has to do better. Our, our sons have to do better. Our, our surroundings, our job, it has to do better. So we have to start challenging ourselves. God told Joshua in Joshua chapter one, verse nine, he says, listen, I've commanded you. Think about that. God told, he told Joshua, I'm not asking you. I'm not giving you this as an option. I'm not negotiating with you the options. He said, I've commanded you to be strong and courageous. I, 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 I wrote it down. I put it in your spirit. I put it in your heart before you were born, before I created you. I told you, I commanded you to be, I don't mean to get too excited. Is that all right, brothers? <laughs> to, to be strong and courageous. It's not an option. It's a mandate. If you are a man of God, if you're a believer, in Christ Jesus. It is a requirement when you get up in the morning, you shake off fear. When you get on your in your high, on the highway, you shake off fear. When you start your day, you shake off fear. Nobody's nobody can intimidate you but God. Come on. He's your only intimidator. He's your only authority. So 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 he says I've commanded you Joshua to be strong and courageous. He says don't look to the left and don't look to the right. In other words, he says don't get distracted. Now, now, life is going to be a journey. And on this journey, he says, I'm going to order your steps. The Bible says, a uh, 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 righteous man, God orders his steps. Come on, he, he's going to give you the direction to go. He said, don't get scared. Don't look to, don't worry about what they're doing over here. Don't worry about what they're doing over here. I've purposed already what you have been designed to do. Don't get distracted. We got too much uh, peripheral vision. We're trying to look at everybody. Facebook, social media, some of them have been used in a negative way that's caused us to get distracted from what God has already commanded us to do. Can I preach in here? He says, I want you to stay focused to the task. He says, don't get distracted, stay focused. Man, we got, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Some things, we, some of us can be easily distracted. Come on, it might be that Coke bottle girl. Come on. It might be that money. It might be, hey, it might be uh, that promotion you want, you think you should have gotten, you didn't get. It could be certain things that cause you to become distracted that you miss your assignment. I, I'm, I'm not forfeiting my favor, nor am I forfeiting my assignment because of a distraction. He says, don't look to the left and don't look to the right, but I need you to stay focused. So, so we need to deal with this this morning. I want to deal with purpose. And understand that we got to have vision. We got to see it before we see it. We got to move to the direction before we get there. I, I, I wonder sometimes, did a caterpillar know that it was going to be a butterfly? 
Did it have the vision to understand that I was born for more than crawling on the ground and being, being the potential food of the next bird to fly by or being stepped on by somebody else? Did I really understand my purpose when I was here? But only to, uh, to, to, his, to his unfamiliarity or his knowledge, he was designed to be something greater than what he was. So I'm trying to help you understand we have to be pursuing the purpose that God has placed in us. And, and Dr. Miles Monroe said it like this, and, I, and he wrote a book, in fact, that's titled The Pursuit of Purpose. And in that, in that book, I don't know if it was in the book specifically, but I know it's one of the sayings that really stuck with me and, and very dear to me is that he says that there's two things that are predictable in life, two things that are predictable. The first thing that's predictable is failure is predictable. You can predict failure every day. If you get up and do nothing, you won't have nothing. That's predictable. You can predict failure. If you don't ask, if you don't ask for knowledge or ask for wisdom, or ask for help to get to where you want to be. If you don't go to college, if you don't go to, to someone to learn and, and try to be better, you can predict failure. But on the other side of the coin is a great thing because he said you can also predict success. Now, success is not just money. Success is a well-rounded word because it includes not only financial success, but also health, wellness, a, a, a state of mind. It, it's so many things that are embedded, are, are packaged within success that we need to make sure we are, are partaking in. And for us, I believe success is predictable. That means we start, we have to start planning our success. It don't just happen overnight. Success, success just don't happen because you know of, of, of your inheritance or, what, or who, 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 your, who your father was. Come on, it doesn't work like that. Success has to be deliberate. So this morning, I just want to go over the acronym purpose, just real quick. I've broken it down and I'm going to be in and out of the way. We will be concluded in just one second. The first thing, so we're going to deal with P. I want you to write down prioritize and planning. That's what the first P. You got you to gotta strategize your goals. You got to use the step-by-step -step methods. How do I get from point A to point B? What do I need to do to get from here to there? How do I strategize? There's a scripture that says in Proverbs 14, 15, the simple man believeth every word, but the prudent man, hear me now, the prudent man considers well his steps. The simple-minded person just accepts everything. Anything everybody tell them, you just inherit it, you take it in, and you accept it. But the prudent man, the one who is diligent, he considers his steps. When we get our lives in order and prepare to go forward, you got to consider consider your steps. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. You got to consider those steps. God, tell me where to go. Tell me what to do. Tell me who to run into. God, he will bring us in front of great men if we take time to consider our step. Just like God will bring us before great men, the enemy will bring us before folk who don't mean us any good. I know that's not great English, but that's the way I felt it. <laughs> so we got to make sure that who we come around were intentional relationships. I thank God for this relationship. I believe it's a God-driven relationship. We need to have more relationships that's going to help elevate us to where we are to be in God's uh, plan. If you fail the plan, then you ultimately will plan to fail. So, so the planning, the prioritizing, putting things in order, don't have a, 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 a old, old, old folks used to say a willy-nilly type of life, just doing things at a whim. Plan these things out. Plan these situations. Take time to strategize your life. Ask God to give 
direction and be that compass for you. So P is prioritizing and planning. You, understanding, Proverbs 4, 7, wisdom is a principal thing. So get wisdom. And in all thy getting, get an understanding. Now, understanding only is developed because you have uh, 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 gotten some wisdom. I, I, the more I understand, let me say it this way, the more I understand what I'm dealing with, the more wiser I become. become. So I have to get some understanding and then I become more wiser. So he says, all that I get and get understand. I want you to understand that you, you got to get understanding in all that you're doing. I got to understand what my purpose is. I got to understand what I'm designed to do. I got to understand what I'm going to design and develop and build and create. I got to understand what content's going to go in my next book. Come on, Brother Johnny. <laughs> I got to understand all of this. So it's understanding is what's going to help us to be able to manifest this thing that we're planning to do in life. So planning, understanding, and then restoring. Sometimes we've been damaged goods. Sometimes the damage that we have incurred is the damage that has been self-inflicted. That's why restoration is so important. Before I can become what I'm going to become, I have to be restored from the damage that may have happened to me. I have a house in the country that I, I, my grandmother gave me while I, I bought it for, for pennies on a dollar and it was broken down. And I really thought about tearing this house down, throwing it away, but I decided to keep it and restore it. And I did that and I built it back up. And now it's a value, not only to me, but those who come and partake. So restore, I, I need to be benefit to somebody else. So I have to be restored in order to do that. I know my time is leaving, but I got two few more. Pursuing, we have to pursue, go after. That's the next P, go after with diligence and with intention, go after it. Don't, don't, don't settle uh, for just being stagnant. When I, when, I was when I was ordained to go get our church, I had to pursue after it because uh, if I had not done it, we would not have what we had. The next, next letter is O, obtaining, take ownership. Be willing to take ownership in what you've been given, good and bad. Own it, like it or not, own it. The next one is S, study. Second Timothy, we understand Paul was giving Timothy instructions to study to show thyself approved of God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So study, that means study. You understand, you get wisdom, so you study that. You can't study what you haven't been taught. You have to be a teachable person so that now you can get understanding and you can begin to study. And then the last is to be effective. I'm in a quality, I'm a quality director by trade. And I've learned that when we implement continuous improvement processes, in pursuit of purpose, when we continually to improve that, we have to go back and test the effectiveness of it and figure out, was it effective or was it not? Failure is not never an option, but if we fail, it's only an experiment that may have went bad. We have an opportunity to do it all over again. So then go back and test that effectiveness. Try it. Try it by the spirit. Make sure it's right. God will confirm it inside of you. I pray that it's blessed you. I know I went over my time. I do apologize, but I wanted to get that out. So God bless you. Let's pursue our purpose, brothers. and God will get the glory. Pastor, you were just fine. You're right on time, man. You didn't, man. You didn't go over your time. You're right on time. Boy, you, you, I'm going to close this out, and I want to share a couple of uh, nuggets, just to kind of recap. Uh, 
what you uh, have covered, man. You, you you got a lot of nuggets there. So many, you got some hashtags out there, man. You need to go back out and put some hashtags out there and let's get this thing going, man. You've got some things that I know that will bless a lot of people. Uh, we you, are brother. going to replay this this evening. Uh, we always we always do the replay in the evening time for a lot of people that don't have the opportunity to get up in the morning because we definitely want to make sure we share this message uh, that you've given us and God gave you. God, you know, I don't know when he gave it to you. He could have gave you this last year. He could have, you could have pulled this one out the bookshelf. Just, you know, you pastors, y'all always got a word somewhere, you know. This morning. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So what, where you got it from was needed, man. You had a couple of things on there. You talked about vision. That was, uh, that's, that's really important. Um, and, and that is, that is, that, that's very important. Uh, and not to uh, leave the world empty. You know, that's part of being your purpose is to have an impact, uh, to leave an inheritance. Uh, to your your the generation that you're having an impact on your children's children, the Bible said your children's children, uh, and also the biggest thing one one of the biggest takeaways that I got was to talk about thinking. I'm uh, I'm a leadership minister, the minister as I call myself, uh, and in order to get your life where you need it to be, your thinking has to change. Uh, a lot of times, the biggest hindrance to you making any sort of progress is your ability. Uh, to not get clear thinking and understanding the strategic parts of thinking and how to think strategically even. Uh, so, you know, that thinking, uh, uh, you said something, here's the hashtag moment. Your thought is the seed for vision. You know, I'm gonna put a hashtag behind, I'm gonna put that out, the hashtag, your thought is the seed for, for vision, for, for, for vision, that was uh, good. And something you mentioned, I think a lot of people, I think we need to reiterate, a lot of people remember this, need to remember, you know, who you are around does impact, you know, what you need to be doing and what you're trying to do. You know, so the people you have in your proximity, you know, uh, do determine a lot. Um, so if you are really trying to, it's really important that you surround yourself with the right people, especially when you are on a mission, because we can get, you can get easily distracted, as you said, Pastor. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, I wrote a thought down. Uh, Harvard Business Review is doing a uh, study on, although we've had a lot of, with this technology, we've had a lot of businesses, uh, ex, you know, birth, but we've also had a lot of businesses go under. And as a result of that, a lot of things have been happening. So they called it an epic era of distraction is what the technology has brought, brought upon us. And as a result of that, because of technology and all of the social media connection with the world getting smaller, we are experiencing uh, and, uh, the largest amount of emotional disorders that the world has ever seen. You know, so that means that people are breaking down emotionally and psychologically, uh, and it's, and they're they're trying to correlate the two. And so it's really important that right now having that information right now is when we do need the kingdom fighters, so like we have on this line this morning to kind of sort all this stuff out for everybody. We can help somebody uh, who's, who's dealing with something emotionally, uh, you know, kind of source to think just maybe this little information right here to, so it can make sense to them and say, hey, you know what? You know, that's, that's why I've been tripping. Maybe I need to, need to be on Facebook 24 seven. Maybe I don't need to be on Instagram or Snapchat letting, letting everybody see what I'm doing because now instead of, you know, God ordering your steps, you, you know, you're trying to order your own steps because what you need is affirmation. You're looking for affirmation. You got all these people investing everything they have into looking like they have it going on instead of studying so they can have it actually going on. You know, you got people investing in the wrong thing, right? 
Yes, they, they're, yes, they're, look, they're looking for affirmation in the wrong places. They're looking for affirmation from your thumbs up on the Facebook page, right? Or your likes, you know? So now we, you know, we're, uh, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're in, we're in, we're in crazy times. And I want to just recap the acronym PURPOSE because uh, that was beautiful. The P is for prioritizing and planning. You're right. You know, you, 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 you have to plan for everything you, you want to do. When they build a house, they don't start building a house. They, 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 they draft. And Brother Reggie, uh, can, Reginald Wright can just test it as we have an architect on the line. Uh, you know, they, they have to, they have to uh, see it and, and put a, dra a draft together and build from then hand you the blueprints and they build from there. You know, and, and, and you is understanding, getting understanding, learning, you know, learning and, and, and understanding what it is that you're trying to do, uh, studying what you're trying to do. We'll get to that, but that, that understanding is, is correct. There's a thing in psychology called a, comp a, 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 a competence, confidence loop. Confidence, competent, confidence loop. And what that means is the more confident you are in a particular subject matter, the more confident you become on that particular subject matter. And that enhances your instincts and it makes you bold and brave. It allows you to step out because you know it, right? So getting understanding is, uh, is, is biblical and you, and thank you for bringing that up. The R is for restore and restoration. Yeah, we do have to fix ourselves and get ourselves right before we move on, right? You know, because uh, you, you gotta make sure that your life works doing what you uh, asking other people to do. Otherwise, you know, you, Instead of people following, you look back and all you're doing is you be just taking a walk, right? So you, you know, we have to make sure that our life's working and, and, and P is, is pursuing, we have to go after it, right? It's not mm -hmm. gonna come to us. You know, God's, a lot of people sitting, sitting around and we, uh, uh, and we put all these Houdini expectations is the way I like to put it on God and, and waiting on, we sitting around in, in our prayer closet waiting on God to open up the door and just hand it, stick it under the, stick something under the door, open up the door and drop a box in my lap. When, when, and all we know, and all, and all we're supposed to be doing is communicating with the Father. He's given us confidence to go out that door and kick that door open and start walking out into your purpose, right? Oh, so, yes. So, so that the, the O is for obtaining, you know, obtaining, uh, uh, getting the information. The S is for studying. Uh, the E is for effectiveness, having impact. You know, that's that's our thing. Every day, we need to be making sure that your life is impacting somebody, especially these kingdom fighters. Uh, so that that was beautiful. I needed to redo that purpose acronym. That was powerful. Uh, Johnny, if you can post that uh, this morning, Johnny, Johnny's pretty clever by coming up with that. Johnny is the acronym king too. Uh, so don't I know, I know. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he is the acronym king. So you, you, he, he probably got more out of it than anybody, right? But anyway, uh, but, but I, but I wanted to just say thank you again for, uh, for sharing that message. Uh, we, it was needed and uh, let us go into prayer. We want to pray for your ministry and pray for you and let us uh, go into prayer. All heads bow. Uh, Father God, we are thankful this morning that you've uh, assigned this man of God uh, to give us his perspective on purpose. Um, we understand how important purpose is for the fulfillment of our life and the things that you and the steps that you've ordered for us. And our prayer is that we can stay focused on it and not be distracted or be able to deal and manage the distractions. Father, whatever those distractions are, social media, uh, women, money, um, just driven by the wrong things, you know, jealousy, uh, whatever those distractions are, Father, we pray this morning for any man or anybody that's listening to this, that they, that we bind that up right now, you bind it up, and we're going to bind it up in the name of Jesus, whatever that thing is, is causing 
you to be distracted. We want to be able to bind that up this morning. And Father, we ask for total forgiveness and we want to start there. So just clean the state. Every day, Father, can be our January 1st, right? We understand that. And that's what it all starts with just asking you for forgiveness. And I, I want to ask for forgiveness. I want to ask for forgiveness on behalf of everybody that's witnesses within the sound of my voice this morning, Father. And let today be January 1st for a lot of whoever needs it, Father. And right now we're asking you to just bring angels in and let us feel the hand of the angel on our shoulders this morning. We want to let you let the let the pastor, Pastor Williams, feel the hand of the angel on his shoulders, Father, and bless him uh, for the ministry that he started and what he's doing out in Mansfield and actually all over all over the city and all over all over the country, Father. Because technology, Father, we know that the technology has allowed us to expand the kingdom. That's what we're using it for, the kingdom expansion. Father, we're so grateful for that. Father, we want to ask that you bless his ministry, bless his family, bless his business for being obedient, Father, and just lifting us up, Father. We are the core engineers in the kingdom, the National Men's Prayer Call. We're, we're here to deliver this personal development on your behalf, and we'll just, just continue to give us strength, Father, to be able to bring this platform to the men across the world to allow us to have an impact, Father, to allow us to be uh, the purpose driven, uh, giving us the purpose on this call, Father, on this line, spiritually enhanced personal development. Just continue to hold all of us up, Father. We pray for the men that are dealing with various, various illnesses, uh, financial situation, grief. We want to just cover all, want a prayer to cover all of those men, Father, and ask that you continue to just bless this ministry and grow this ministry, to bring men, the right men to this ministry that will contribute to kingdom building, Father. We ask that you do all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor, we're so grateful for you, man. You know, I know I am, and uh, I'll be I'll be chopping it up with you later. Uh, and, and we're just going to ask that we've got another brother coming on next week, I mean, next Thursday. It's coming Thursday. Don't miss uh, uh, the Billy D. Williams of the ministry, uh, <laughs> Minister Reginald Wright. You know, as we call him, he's right. so smooth, Pastor. We call him the Billy D of the ministry, right? So uh, don't be want to make sure that you don't miss Brother uh, brother Wright. He always has a great story for us and great insight. And uh, we ask, want to ask everybody today to identify somebody and have uh, and make a difference in their life, have an impact on that on that particular person today. Hey, just one last thing before we turn sign off. I know you signed it off. I just wanted to certainly appreciate you, gentlemen, for, again, the opportunity for letting me come on. And congratulations on the success of seven years. It's no small task to do something effectively for this amount of time. And, and I wish you more continued success. I'll be praying in joint connection with you all as we uh, bond together, touching and agreeing that it will be successful and touch many more men. Bless you. Thank you so much. All right. All right, man. Peace. See you Thursday. Okay.